As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Speaker Live Show, episode 65, for July 5th, 2016. Welcome, and thank you for listening. My name is Rob Greenlee of Spreaker. And thank you for listening. We're doing this show, this episode, live from the booth at Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcasting conference at podcastmovement.com. It kicks off today. Uh, I'm at the Hyatt Regency in Chicago, and we're going to be live streaming today from, um, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And on Thursday, July 7th, for two hours as well from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then on Friday, July 8th, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. We normally stream this show live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, so tune in them for a regular episode. Um, but go to speakerliveshow.com. This show can be heard uh, uh, live and on demand in the Spreaker podcast radio apps on Android and iOS and iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Radio Line. Please leave a review and a question, comment. Uh, you can send it to rob at Spreaker.com or uh, you can tweet me at Rob Greenlee. Uh, Spreaker also has a Twitter account as well, so go go check us out. Well, in this episode, I from live from Podcast Movement, I have Danny Pania who is the host of Gamer Tag Radio, and that's uh, in partnership with Play It, I guess part of CBS Radio. He's a Podcast Hall of Fame inductee from yes. last year. Yes. Great I'm to back. have I'm you back, back on the show, Danny. Thanks Le- for joining me. Let me tell you, last year I had a blast uh, recording with Rob, and it was it was a great conversation. We were there for like a good hour, I think it was, or uh, a little bit over I that. I can't know. remember. Yeah, it, was, it was probably 35 minutes, 40, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. It seemed like an hour because we were like talking so fast. Yes, yes. Yeah, we got in so much content so quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Oh, everything is good, man. I'm celebrating my birthday this week uh, here at Podcast Movement. Well, you well, know, happy so birthday. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So is it today? or it Actually, it's Friday is my it's birthday. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Up, so th- this is birthday week. Birthday week, yes. Awesome. Yes, yes. I'm here with my fiance. She's, well, uh, it's, it's, she's here. it's great timing to have the Podcast Movement event uh, on your birthday. Yes. Right? It's your life life passion. Yeah, man. I love this, man. I love um, hanging out with the community. Uh, I just love talking about podcasts with other podcasters, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I can't so wait. this is going to be a little different experience experience for you you're you got inducted in the hall of fame last year mm-hmm. um so you get to see a whole new crop of inductees come into coming into the fame. so were you 
are you doing a panel session? Are you doing nah? Any actually, content here? I'm just hanging out here, man. Well, actually, we are. We got nominated for uh, the Academy of Podcasters Awards for tonight oh, uh, awesome. for games and hobbies. Yeah, so awesome. yeah, so it's, you might win. Well, yeah, you never know. Bring yeah. home the hardware. Again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it's cool because uh, there's a couple of podcasters that also got nominated. That I'm a big fan, like Hunter Truth. Uh, it's a big uh, Halo, Halo podcast, similar to like Serial. Yeah. And it's from Microsoft. So it's them, um, who else? Uh, Giant Bomb, and a couple other people too, man. So I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, not bad. So you get to kind of kick back and enjoy the community this time. Are you going to be doing any recording from here? Are you going to be uh, not actually? I'm just content? I'm just strictly uh, just hanging this out. This is and the social, yes. social week on yes. your birthday week. Yes, because the thing is, you know, um, just a couple of weeks ago, we just got back from L.A. Cause we were there for E3. And I, we basically lost our voices because it, it was a lot of work. We uploaded like 37 episodes. Uh, we had the film crew, which I'm going to talk about that in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, uh, the documentary there have been um, filming. They've been following us for like yeah. a couple uh, weeks too uh, in Miami, here, and also in Tampa too. So I'm very, very excited about that, man. So it's yeah, called The Messengers. Definitely. The Messengers, a podcast documentary. It's coming out hopefully at the end of the year, early next year. So, um, so so that's what we are, is the messenger? Yes, the messenger. Yeah, we have a message. I hadn't thought yeah. about it that way yeah. before. That's, yeah. That's awesome. So, when that, so is that documentary being screened here? Uh, th- in podcast movement? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, not yet. Is it no, not they, uh, yet? Is it not hopefully yet? they're going to be showing it at uh, Poc- uh, Podfest, which is another Podfest, conference. Yeah, in LA, t- yeah. yeah in, actually yeah. in Orlando. It's a pop. It's called Podfest in oh, Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not the one in LA. No, okay. no, it's a totally different one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it's uh, I'm I'm involved. Dave Jackson. Um, there's a couple other podcasts through there. Okay. They're also involved in the film, so it's it's so awesome. So is it going to be like a feature length kind of? Yeah. 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 Like the goal is. I mean, why now are we gonna? Uh, well, actually, Chris, Neil, and the and the crew they are gonna launch a crowdfunding page because um, the the thing is they're gonna be traveling different cities and also international. They went. Uh, to Guatemala last week. They were filming over there. Uh, I think in Ohio, they're going to visit um, uh, Dave Jackson, also Puerto Rico, I think, too, and other places. So they, they even followed me in L.A. and Miami, too. So they got to see, like, the behind-the-scenes with us, like, working with the crew, um, us, like, interviewing, like, a different uh, video game companies and everything, too. So they got to see the whole... Everything behind the scenes, man. So And also we record at CBS Studio in L.A. Wow, that's, so. that's awesome to have that... Yeah. That resource available to you too. Yeah, and, and it's and it's cool yeah. too because I want people to see, you know, the struggle, the the success, everything. You know, um, so we'll see what happens once it comes out, man. I'm very very excited. Yeah, so. I'm excited to actually see it. I know that there's, they, they've been working on that for quite a while, right? Yeah, since um, since February they've been okay. working on it. So the thing yeah. is that they got so much content. You know, Glenn the Geek. I haven't uh, met him. No, he's also in the documentary too. Oh, so they went to his okay. his home, got to see like all the horses and his farm and everything. And he um, and also they they recorded a little bit inside of his studio too. Okay, yeah. Awesome. So it's well, it's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about Gamertag and, mm-hmm. and what you're doing there. Let's dive into the meat of what you're doing now. You're partnered with uh, Play It, yes, which is part of CBS Radio. Yeah. And it's and been over a year now. Yeah. With them. yeah. So how has that partnership, I know we talked about it last at last podcast movement, mm-hmm. how's that partnership evolved for you? Are you guys leveraging that to get in with, uh, you know, like Microsoft and some of Sony and some of those? I mean, of course. I mean, we always had a relationship with, okay. with video game companies. Um, okay. I think this was more of like 
you know, we wanted to get more income and also more opportunities oh, in the okay. future too, you know. The thing so is they're doing some ad sales for you. Yeah, they actually okay. do. Yeah. I mean, we're right now um the top one of the top shows from from play it's us uh this other hip-hop podcast called drink champs taz wrestling podcast yeah i've heard of taz yeah. uh and the, yeah. there's a couple i think i'm in the we're i think like top five top eight podcasts from from the whole network so we're doing we're doing really really good man so oh, we're yeah and it's just it's just been great man the relationship has been awesome with them since day one yeah. you know so you know shout out to greg and regina and everybody over there at cvs man they're cool peoples yeah. Yeah, yeah, very cool people. So let's let's go back in time a little bit and mm-hmm. share with the audience that may not be familiar with what you've built with Gamertag Radio. Mm-hmm. When did you start doing that? I started Internet Radio in 2001. 2001. 2001. And then uh, Gamertag Radio, I launched February 2000, uh, 2005. That was the first time I okay. launched a Gamertag Radio. So you were really early in the podcasting space because mm-hmm. it really didn't start until late 2004. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you were very early in there mm-hmm. and, and you just have steadily built that show over many years you mm-hmm. know i i had a lot of contact with you when i was working at microsoft you mm-hmm. were you know that that whole gamer space right? yeah so yeah, yeah. it was very much a strong tie-in with with microsoft and you were working working with us and i think so were you ever an mvp yes yeah, so actually yeah. i was an mvp yeah, for three four years yeah, yeah, yeah. i was mvp for microsoft uh, the, from the xbox uh, division yeah yeah on the xbox side. Yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah we used to get always access man but see that's the thing like i was never always depending on that like i was always well, working behind one, the scenes it's always one foot in the door yeah a little but, bit, right? yeah, yeah. I, I mean i love it i love that that they're giving us awards and more access and everything too yeah. but it's like i want people to know that I've gotten this because not because of that. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's because of our podcast. You know, yeah. so well, it's it's your community, right? Yeah, it's, exactly, it's exactly. Your, it's your listeners is mm-hmm. has always been the key, and I know that, that that's the big thing that I've definitely gathered from you over the years of knowing you and seeing what you're doing, and from last, you know, that your connection with your audience is your most important thing. Super right? important. Like last year, we you know I got inducted to the Hall of Fame. I invited listeners from Fort Worth, Dallas, and I took them to the red carpet. We sat in the front, front row, and they were the first people that I thanked when I got my award. Yeah. This time, this year, again, I invited local listeners from Chicago. They're going to go with me to the awards and everything. You know, like I love, I love doing that with our community since day one. If I'm in New York City or in different places, I always do like a little meetup. Mm-hmm. Um, I invite like maybe like three or four people. And I want them to be part of the experience too, because I, you know, they they uh, they've been there since day one with us. Why not let them also see how it is behind the scenes and learn about podcasting too? You know, I hope that influenced them to to start their own show too. You know, I, and I feel like it's, I don't see it as a competition. I see it as like opportunity for everyone. You know, when mm-hmm. if it, if if your podcast is doing good, that's good for us too. You know, so we're yeah. we're we're in this together. You know, so yeah. oh yeah, and I think that's. That's the power of the community that exists, and I think you know mm-hmm. wh- wh- what's great about podcast movement is that it, it keeps that alive. Mm-hmm. Because I think that there is a danger that community can be kind of lost. I mean, a lot of podcasters are very kind of like doing their own thing off in the corner, mm-hmm. right? They don't really involve themselves with the greater community. True, and thus, thus that these events are so important for that right mm-hmm. is, i mean is that why you come to this event or what's your I reason come here, for coming i come here because i just love meeting people i'm very uh, social yeah uh, i love helping the community too you know yeah. um i've been to many events this year so far yeah. 
um, not podcasting wise. I think podcasts only been a couple, but more of like the gaming, the gaming part, you know. So, but I'm I'm always look. I'm here. I know people are at, been asking me, hey, are, are you speaking? Are you doing something? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm just here hanging out. I would like to just meet people and That's just sweet. hang out. And, and at the same time, never been to Chicago. This is like my first time here. This is your first time? <laughs> this is my first time in Chicago, yes. Yeah, I haven't yes. been here in a long time myself either. That was like back in the, the 90s was the last time I was here. Okay. So Beautiful was, city, was, though, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. It's got some serious buildings in this town. Yes. Reminds me a lot of New York. I'm originally from New York, too. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's certainly not like L.A. It's more like New York. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. I think I think it's the third biggest city I think in the country. But uh, oh, okay, well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess New York, uh, L.A., and uh, Chicago. Okay, I think are the is the pecking order. I'm sure okay. Chicago's like we're we're trying to catch up to L.A. <laughs> I said I don't know if you want to catch up to L.A. or not. But awesome, man. But um, but anyway, let, let's talk about your, your your experience at E3. So you did a lot of content out of there. So did you involve your community in that event? I mean, did did mm. Microsoft let you have like meetups there? Uh, and live nah, because honestly, like not nah, honestly. E three to me is more of like I'm, I, I go there to work and like if I have t- uh, uh, like an opportunity to meet someone, yeah, that's local. We'll try to do that. Sometimes I, I just don't have time. Um, but uh, this year, the difference about this year compared to the previous year is that we had a film crew following us so you didn't for the documentary. So it was getting our content for our show. Plus, oh. I was trying to get content for the for, for them. the yeah for them for the documentary. So we I can't mention the names of people that are in it, but we got um, people in, in the gaming uh, gaming industry that were talking about us, like why they like to work with us and everything like that. So and also I got to see. Um, People that I met throughout the years that are part of the gaming community, that they were there also getting content for their podcast or their YouTube channel okay. or blog and stuff. So okay. it, it was some mix of everything, you know. So it was cool. But, I mean, it's only three of us right now, and, and it was like a lot, a lot of work, man. So we were getting content, like, nonstop. And at the same time, we're walking around, and I see somebody that works at, let's say, Activision or a different company. Mm-hmm. They'll say, come see us at the booth, like, it's, we don't have no appointments. It's like last minute interviews come and record, and sometimes wow. we get interviews not even planned all the time, all wow, the time. So great. yeah, yeah. So that's what we were doing. Uh, it was cool. I had a blast at this this year's E three. I mean, once we were done, uh, my voice was completely already <laughs> you done. Were toast. Huh? Yes, I was toast, man. It's a lot. Thirty seven episodes. It was a lot, man. So you did yeah. did video and audio. I mean, yeah, both just, or just audio. Just audio for the podcast, video for the documentary. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 and now uh, we did we did pretty good, man. I, I I'm happy so far with with everything that's going on, and, and CBS they're happy too. Um, it's just been a blast so far. It's been now like what a, a year plus now. So you're still doing any live events? We are planning to do that in the future. Like okay. we're still in, we're okay, still. I thought that you were doing a few. I mean, I think like in the past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we first started doing that because we got nominated for the podcast awards back in 2006. Yeah. And I was like, man, let's let's have a little party with our community here in Miami. So I, uh, my cousin, lent me his office, yeah. and I got uh, fifty people in there. So everybody brought like their own TVs and Xbox ah. and consoles and stuff. And then a year after that, I was like, man, I want to have a bigger party. Yeah. So we got a, a bigger venue, a, a club, because yeah. I was also involved with the music industry in Miami. Yeah. So I know a lot of club owners over there. So he, they hooked us up. 
our second party we had 500 people third party we had 800 the last party we did it during super bowl weekend we had like a thousand plus yeah i think i saw some pictures of your your, your venture up on stage and yeah there's like this huge crowd behind huge you i thought maybe you're doing that like every week or something no nah, no nah, <laughs> i wish i wish as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply was like that now but honestly uh we had people line waiting in line since like 6 30 in the morning and our party started at three wow and in new york we also did a party for the first time and there was people lined up at 12 our party started like at seven you know and also i forgot to mention we even had a an organization that were against our our party so they were trying to shut us down so they had a protest right in front of the club and they even had a press conference and everything, and all no. all the local media from New York Why were there. Why are they trying to shut you down? Because the thing for? is, we, uh, 2K Games hired us. We, we they got us because we, they, we wanted us to do a party for for their game, Mafia, yeah. Mafia oh, Two. So they, that that uh, that uh, Italian organization were totally against that, oh. and they also protested against like the Sopranos and Jersey Shore. Yeah. So it was a like good press for us, man. So I was like, I, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah, you'll okay. take it, right? You'll yeah, it. why not? But local media were there. All the local media, like New York One, uh, I think Wall Street Journal, and like all these other, oh, that's yeah, great free hey, press, man. Free press, you'll yeah, take it, right? I, I it builds take audience. It. Yeah, a little controversy there yeah. is a, is a good thing. And that all was independently. It was just us. Yeah, strictly no major company behind and nothing. So we built our name like that, and then. Um, the content too that we were getting through like interviews and everything like that it would just spread everywhere through like major media outlets and st- stuff too so man. is there so, any talk with the CBS radio folks of, of doing something with you guys on the radio side or are you guys um, any conversations here, like here's the thing like we want to do a lot more the thing yeah. is you know we we ha- uh, some of my, my co-hosts they have a family they have a, a nine-to-five job. We do this on the side. Like, this is to us is like a part-time thing. Oh. And we still manage to okay. do a lot just doing it part-time. Okay. So, I mean, we'll see in the future what's going to happen with everything. I mean, we're extremely happy with that, man. So, That's um, great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, last year we went to Sweden and London to check out some, some games that was coming out. Um, they invited me to check out uh, Star Wars before it came out. <laughs> so, it was like 20 of us only from around the world and I was the only podcaster and everybody else was like YouTubers, live streamers and stuff gotcha. like that. So little things like that. That's the thing that is different with our gaming podcast compared to any other video game podcast out there because we have strong relationships with all these companies so they invite us all the time to like check out their games 
yeah. uh, months before it comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that, that's cool. Yeah. So what kind of sponsors do you typically have on your show? Do, um, and are you doing host reads mainly? Oh, yeah, live reads. We do all that okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, if there's anything that we feel uncomfortable we'll tell cbs and they'll they'll cool they're cool with that you know the yeah, thing you're doing any kind of dynamic insertion of yeah that, yeah they, they do that too okay. Mm-hmm. okay yeah um we've done uh we worked with uh DraftKings, uh uber um and also like sometimes they'll get us stuff like pro, pro flowers and we could say look you know i have a i have a girlfriend i have a mother like gamers Day yeah or that kind of stuff gamers right? buy buy stuff for your wife or or for yeah. your mom or you know little things like that like we always will manage to get something that relates to to us as gamers you know so yeah. and it's been been great man I mean, gamers have moms exactly gamers Every, have dads we had a a security company that also sponsored our show and one of our co-hosts his house got robbed, and they took all his gaming systems, TVs, and everything. Wow. So he talked about his experience, why you should also get a, an alarm system for your for your house. Like little things like that, you yeah. know. We want people to know that we're not faking it. Like it's straight, like we're straight up being real with our with our listener, you know. Uh-huh. So that's the thing. Like people sometimes will get ads just to get the money. Yeah, and I feel that you, you gotta really your yes every sponsor yes. Yeah. Yeah, and and I talked to my my staff, and they're like, "Yo, that's, this this is perfect for us. Let, let's do it," you know. So I always been that way. Danny's that, staff, yeah, yeah. he's got some. Staff. But the crew, the crew, the crew, no, no, the crew. I know what you're saying. I just teased it. Yeah, just say you know you start yeah. out, you know, the hum- humble beginnings doing the show. Yeah, man. Back I, in the I early think days. I think it's important. Like to me, but now you got a team. Yeah, I, the thing is, to me, money is not everything. Yeah. You know, to me, money comes and goes, but, like, this experience, uh, what are we doing with that? You know, like, just sitting down talking with the community and our community and the gaming side, too. That's, like, to me, it's, like, the best thing for me, man. And I'm having a blast. This Honestly, I, feel, I still feel like the same kid from 2001 still recording, like, started recording with the, with the show and everything. Yeah. So I still feel that, feel that way, man. That's, you know? that's how I started out doing this. I started in '99, actually doing oh, awesome. it. That's awesome. In a radio station. Yes. And I brought my, my show home on a cassette tape. Uh-huh. Right? And you Two-sided cassette tape. So I had so I did an hour long show, but the cassette was only capable of holding forty five minutes. Forty five so minutes. So they had to flip the tape over right right toward the end of my show oh, to get the last my. fifteen minutes. So wow. I would have to bring it home, play it into my computer, create a wave file. Yes. And then flip the tape over, play the last fifteen minutes and uh Paste them together and then encode it into an MP3 file and oh, put it out. It brings back a lot of $20 memories. $20 cassette player. $20 oh my cassette player. That's God. how I started doing this. That brings back a lot of memories, it man. Does, man. Yeah, because that's how, that's how I started yeah. editing was using two cassette uh, uh, two tape decks. Yeah. One play, another one records. So I'll be pause, play, pause, play the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So originally how I started editing, even before that, was using two VCRs. Okay. So... Um, I remember, and I, 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 I had a presentation, very old school. I had a presentation, and I talked about how every all that changed my life when I was a kid. My uncle was the first person that had a video camera back in the 80s. Yeah. So he was recording a lot of, like, parties from, like, family parties and stuff like yeah. that. And I looked at it, and I was like, man, one day I want to get my own video camera, and I want to create, yeah. like, my own movie. Yeah. My own uh, music videos, everything. Back in those days, that wasn't that common that you get a get a camcorder. Very, I mean, the early eighties. Like they were like gigantic. Yeah, cameras. Yep, man. yep. And and yeah. because of that, 
that changed my life. My grandmother bought me my first uh, video game system back in the 80s, Atari 2600. That changed my life. Yeah. So I talk about all that stuff and then talk about everything that happened with me in the 80s, how I started promoting in the streets with flyers, and that's how I promoted the podcast too, Yeah. doing that. So all that connected into one is GTR basically, what I'm doing now, man. So that, that that's me. So what do you see as kind of the next transformational thing that's coming in this medium? Is there, I mean, I know that the smartphone is the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Is there something that you're thinking maybe is coming? You know what? I had a long conversation with one of my uh, my co-hosts. His name is Paris. And he he actually believes that maybe virtual reality, uh, VR, everybody has like their own headset VR. Yeah. And we probably could see each other in like in a room recording a podcast or something. Like that, or watch other podcasters in the room like that like that could be anywhere and do that right exactly you just put on the, the glasses yes have a little microphone i could see that the reason why facebook purchased oculus rift because it was an independent company back yeah. then yeah. is because the social side it's not because of the whole gaming side they see the whole social side of it people talking to their family members um maybe watch uh, music videos and uh, 360 style or or, yeah. or movies like now yeah. IMAX is planning to invest VRs in their movie theaters too so I think that's going to be the next step I think so how do you think that's going to impact podcasting is there I mean, it's going to it- grow I think that's a great thing because there's going to be people that never heard a podcast and they see that and it will mm-hmm. promote the platform even more do you think that uh, video is going to come back more in vogue in well, podcasting I mean, that's the thing. I, I think that video is doing fine with the whole YouTube and other places like Netflix. And mm-hmm. I just, to me, audio is never going to die. No, it's not going to die. It's not going to die. Because the thing, look, I'm, but I was. been like Blab and there's been the, these upstarts, you know, mm-hmm. um, Periscope and Meerkat and stuff like that that a lot of podcasters are playing with nowadays, yes. right? To mm-hmm. connect with their audience. Mm-hmm. It does seem like that there's better. Maybe, you know, my experience with Blab anyway is that there's better engagement with listeners in that world, right, mm-hmm. uh, where it's visual. Okay. Then oftentimes with the audio side, which tends to be a little less direct engagement, but but still builds a big community. Here's right? here's my issue that since day one, I didn't, I've never been a fan of having so many platforms, like, yeah. for the show, because I feel that the average listener, they're going to get lost. Yeah. So I always focus on just the audio podcast, and I have the other stuff on us. Just the basics, yeah. Where most people are, yeah. So like we have our stuff, you know, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all that stuff. Yeah, right. I want the listeners to find the content, the podcast through 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 those platforms. But having YouTube, Blab, and all these other places, like to me, I feel like it's going to confuse the the listener. I've never been a fan of that. It's fine if other podcasters want to use it to promote their content. That's great. Mm-hmm. Personally, why have so many different numbers? Have just one area that is, will focus on your podcast and you have all the numbers through there. Yeah. That, that's my opinion. I'm not saying I'm correct. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, but, well, yeah. it is getting back to the basics, right? It's, yeah. it's getting back to where the majority of people, I mean, how, how many people are on iTunes? How mm-hmm. many people... Uh, are on these big platforms. You know, you look at Spotify getting into the space. Look at mm-hmm. now Google Play Music. Yes, Google Play also. And, yeah. and that those are some pretty big companies. It's too bad Microsoft is kind of like you know, kind of slacking. Come slacking on, Microsoft. Off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll. I mean, we'll see. I mean, based on the feedback, they could change. People just got to send feedback to 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 Microsoft and any other company. And 
based on the feedback, they can make some major changes. But if everybody's quiet, Microsoft's kind of walked away a little bit from content, though. You know, they've. Why is that? Are they focusing I, on on I just think that they're focused on the enterprise? I think they're focused on business being a business platform mostly. Well, they bought a uh, LinkedIn, right? <laughs> a couple it, weeks yeah, ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I guess a little bit of a sign. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and. I mean, I know that when I was working there, you know, Zune had a very creative team. They had a lot of uh, talented entertainment people that were there. But those, those, all those people are gone. They're That's just, sad. There just isn't the entertainment focus or content focus at the company. I feel like Zune was ahead of his time, man. It was way ahead of his way time. Way ahead I of think. his time. And now you see Spotify. They, they just would have stuck of, with it, right? Yeah, they should have. They, they should have stuck with it. But I think... Their mistake was having it only for one platform, for just Windows, and that's it. Yeah, I believe think, me, there was a lot of people hark, harping on them about opening it up to Because imagine if they had it for, like, the Mac or for other platforms. Well, oh, but, my God, it would be huge. But also think back at that time, though. You can justify a business decision to not do that because Mac was such a small part of the market i mean it was very small it's just that the people that were mac users were very influential people they, they were very vocal they were very uh, they had huge followings mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. Um, but microsoft was looking at the numbers you know less than 10 percent of the computing market was apple Macs. Mm. so it, you know it was one of those things it was just a numbers things t- to them and that, that's why we could never get over it if they had had the vision, right? Mm-hmm. They could have seen that those people could be reached. I'll tell you this. I feel that Zoom contributed big time, especially you when you were involved with them. It helped big time with the, the whole podcasting scene. Because yeah. I got I got to see the numbers from the from the Zoom side. and it, I mean, it wasn't Huge. like iTunes and the millions yeah. or anything like that, but yeah. it was pretty big. Like It yeah. helped us to get new listeners big time. Yeah. And that's the thing. Every time there's like something new like that, like Zoom or something that we haven't seen before, that I see the potential. I try to get our podcast in there to take to to yeah. take advantage of that, man. Because there's going to be listeners that only know about that platform, and that's it. And so that where will, you seen that now? You seen that with Spotify and and I mean, and Google Play. I think Spotify still has to figure that out. Because I, I feel that there's a hundred million users that use Spotify. Yeah, a lot of those are still listening to the music. Yeah. I wish they could. There will be an easier way for people to discover podcasts, not only through mobile phone, but they don't have they don't have podcasts on like through the computers. Yeah. So I hope in the future they could add that, you know, because that will help us big time, you know. So, well, we'll Danny, say, and, yeah, you gotta you gotta go. All right. Dan, thank you for joining me on the show. All right, but thanks yeah, a lot. I mean, thanks it's, a lot. it's exciting looking into the future and to see what's what's around the corner. Cause, Definitely, you know, and the the car is another important yes. piece of this pie that we didn't talk about. Yeah, but uh, that's for next year. I'll say one more thing. <laughs> I, I've been saying this for a while, man. Rob Greenley is a legend. I hope I see you to the Hall of Fame too, man. <laughs> Inducted the Hall of Fame. I've been saying that since I'm dead serious, man. Because well, you. you you contribute big time, like in our in our in our community, man. So thank, well, thank you a lot, you man. So Thanks so much. A lot. I appreciate it. No problem, man. I was really really happy to see you get inducted because you just put so much energy and passion Thanks, into man. this space. Thanks. So yeah. and I appreciate you. Well, thank you for, for, for listening to the Speaker Live show. Uh, I'm going to have another guest coming up uh, in just a couple of minutes. So just hang in there. We're going to take a, take a little break here. I have Deborah Grobman, who's going to join me. She's a 
focused on creating audio content. So she's going to talk all about that. So uh, thank you for listening to the Speaker Live show. And we'll be right back in a couple minutes. All right, Rob. (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 